The top stories from across the New York Tri-State. From the WCBS 880 Newsroom, this is the All Local. We're getting through some fog and mist this morning. We'll get through some showers and some heavier downpours this afternoon. Right now we're at 63, heading for about 65 to 70. And the city's open streets program is not going anywhere after proving the Big Apple with a big uh, economic boost providing the Big Apple with that big boost. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond in Manhattan with the latest on this. Marla. And Paul, later this morning, the City Department of Transportation will release a first-in-the-nation report confirming that open streets help keep local restaurants and bars afloat during the pandemic. Commissioner Idanis Rodriguez will gather with elected officials and pedestrian and cyclist safety groups in Chinatown to release the findings. They're hoping to get a nicer reception than they did yesterday in Jackson Heights at a ribbon-cutting on 34th Avenue, where opponents shouted down City Councilman Shakar Krishna who was talking about traffic fatalities in the area. I am talking about people who have lost their lives. I would ask for a modicum of respect. There were 16 children, seniors, community members. Excuse me, we are speaking about dead children. Can you just hold on for 30 seconds? Also, you don't care about dead children is what you're saying. State Assemblywoman Catalina Cruz tried unsuccessfully to quiet down residents who say the open street has been a nuisance that creates traffic on surrounding streets and quality of life issues. In Manhattan, Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Marla, two women got shot yesterday in the city. Stray bullets, separate incidents. One was in Washington Heights, pregnant woman, 19 years old was waiting outside of a Chase bank and got shot. She's eight months pregnant, hit in the leg. This happened on West 165th Street around 9.30 last night. There are five suspects police are still trying to find. They all ran away. The Daily News reports the victim was taken to Harlem Hospital and is stable. Earlier in the day, a 70-year-old woman was hit by a stray bullet on her way to the supermarket in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Two men having a fight nearby. They opened fire. She was hit. Police have not released video of the shooting, not arrested anyone yet. They have released video, we should say, of the shooting. The woman was shot in the thigh and was taken to Kings County, and she's expected to be okay. Now to Copeg, Long Island. A 13-year-old has been arrested in connection with a what's described as non-credible threat directed at a school yesterday morning. Police say the boy posted on social media that if a group were in session on on October 24th, if school were in session, he would shoot the teachers and the students at Copeg Middle School. The post was shared by several students, and a parent then told the school officials. Police were also investigating a bomb threat at Walter G. O'Donnell Copeg High School. That prompted an evacuation and building search. Nothing was found, and classes are resuming today as normal. Now the FBI is getting involved in the effort to track down those responsible for recent scramblings of first responders to some area schools. And WCBS reporter Sean Adams has more. He's in Westport. Sean. Paul, we are approaching the 10th anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre. Whoever is phoning in phony calls about mass shootings at Connecticut schools is looking to spark fear, terror, panic. The FBI is now picking up the cyber trail. It was about the same time as funerals on Friday for two murdered Bristol police officers that these bogus 911 calls came in. They forced schools into lockdown in roughly 10 communities. Here in Westport, Police Chief Fody Koskinas was second on scene. The minute that alarm goes off at the school, after what they just heard, it, it's, it's, really, it's unreal what these children have to deal with. And I, and I got to see it on Friday, seeing the looks on so many of those students' faces. Uh, so glad to see us. 
but so upset and disappointed in the situation and what they had to endure. They quickly determined it was a hoax, but the damage was done. Anxiety unleashed. Authorities suspect these calls might be coming via Internet from North Africa. Let's hope the FBI can pinpoint the origin. In Westport, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. Now to the Weather Center, our chief meteorologist Craig Allen, and the fog this morning, Craig. The fog is the big story right now. At least it's mild. It's not a cold, damp morning out there. The normal low should be 48, and here we are at 63 degrees. And uh, it gives you an idea that today is going to be a 65 to 70 degree day. Unfortunately, can't enjoy it very much when it's damp and foggy like this. And dense fog continues with visibilities under one half mile for a pretty extensive area. And it's going to stay like this at least through 9, 10 o'clock or so and take a, you know quite a while to thin out. As we go through the afternoon, there's also going to be spotty rain and drizzle. We're seeing that as well. And then tonight, some of the showers may get heavy again, low 60 to 65. Showers will taper off tomorrow morning, down to maybe one or two left over during Wednesday afternoon, and a few breaks of sun here and there, 65 to 70, finally drier for the second half of the week. Again, it's 63 right now, and the humidity, 97%. Stay informed. Stay connected. Subscribe to the WCBS 880 All Local at WCBS880.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.